Sure. You can have all the water on chicken. Yes, the stuff in the margins. Nobody needs this shit. Get some better vision. And now, here to bring you the most historically significant events from around the globe, which occurred during the month of March. It's this month in March. March 15th, 44 BC. Julius Caesar is assassinated on the floor of the Roman Senate. Alright, you guys ready? Today we kill Caesar. Right, uh, so we do we stab on I I I or is it I I I I I I then stab? It's I I I I I I stab. So we stab on IV? Well you don't say IV, you just stab where IV would be. Hey guys, ready to govern? I I hey hey wait a minute. Caesar, are you wearing my robe? Yeah, I hope you don't mind. Mine's in the wash. Oh, I'll be right back. I forgot my leafy crown thing. What? What are you guys doing? I thought we were gonna stab him. But he's, he's wearing my robe. Forget about the robe. We'll get you a new one. My mother gave it to me. It's really nice. Okay, guys, I'm back. Now! Oh, no, no, wait! Wait. Wait, wait for what? Uh, wait, we need grapes. Yeah, grapes. Uh, mighty, mighty Caesar, would you uh, go and get us some grapes? Well, I don't see why I have to get the grapes, but... Well, guys, what the hell happened? Uh, can we just do this tomorrow? Tomorrow's no good for me. Yeah, I got a thing at uh, VIXXX. It has to be today! Oh, uh, so bad news, Cassius. I spilled some wine on your robe. Kill him! Uh, ah! 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 Said I, I, I. <laughs> March 23rd, 1775, American patriot Patrick Henry addresses the Virginia House of Burgesses. Give me liberty, or give me death! Yeah, nope, nope, I would prefer liberty! 1858, a reporter interviews inventor Hyman Lippmann, the first man to attach an eraser to the end of a pencil. So what gave you the idea to attach an eraser to the end of the pencil? Well, you know, we had the pencil, we had the eraser, we make mistakes. I guess I figured if you can't be perfect, Coming be through. prepared. Oh, you see, I... sorry, Lippman. Hey, this is highly irregular. Didn't see you wasting your life there. Uh, I'm not wasting my life. I'm sorry. What was that, Hyman? <laughs> Nothing. That's what I thought. Loser, loser, <laughs> loser. Loser, loser, loser. Hey, this man's not a loser. Why? He's invented putting an eraser on the end of a pencil. Uh, don't. No, no. What you did here is important. Look, reporter man. You obviously don't know me, so I'm going to be generous and not give you a wallop. But word to the wise, don't ever get in the way of a ballpoint. Yeah. That's right. This here's Penquill Felt Tip Ballpoint Third, And you do well not to forget it. Eh, leave him be, Inkwill. We're going. Watch your ass, Hyman. You shouldn't let those pen guys pick on you. Oh, who am I kidding? No one cares about pencils and erasers. Pens are the future. Pens are number one. So what if they are? There's no shame in being number two. Number two? Wait just a minute. Yeah, the number two pencil sounds pretty damn good if I do say so much. Ugh. Sounds like a million bucks, Hyman, you poor stupid bastard. Oh no, you're making a huge... Mistake? That's why God created erasers. March 17th, 1905. Future President Franklin Delano Roosevelt marries his second cousin Eleanor Roosevelt. We are, for some reason, gathered here today to unite Franklin Delano Roosevelt and Anna Eleanor Roosevelt in <clears throat> holy matrimony. Isn't that beautiful? Roosevelt and Roosevelt. Lovely. Lovely that this has happened. 
These two have formed a bond of love so strong that it should be almost illegal in most states. In the coming years, Franklin and Anna will share everything and anything with one another. Much like their great-great-great-great-grandparents shared with one another. Gross, right? Anyway, if anyone here has any possible reason whatsoever that these two, these two Roosevelts, should not be married, let them speak now or forever hold their peace. Any reason? Any reason whatsoever? No? Oh, come on! Really? And married they were. <laughs> Some 28 years later, a newly elected President Roosevelt would speak to a troubled nation in his first inaugural address. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Tornadoes are scary. While I concede that tornadoes can be frightening, but the only thing we as Americans have to fear is fear itself. Uh, Mr. President, what about spiders? No, no, no. Spiders are fine. They're more scared of us than we are of them. We only need to be afraid of fear. Uh, Mr. Roosevelt, every October my neighbors desecrate large orange gourds and display them on their front stoops for the world to see. Are my neighbors witches? Witches are scary. Are they anything the American public should be concerned about? Oh, Jesus, no! Jack-o'-lanterns are fine. They have no feelings or consciousness whatsoever. Completely harmless. Sir, I'm concerned. God damn it! No, we have nothing. I repeat, nothing to fear but fear itself. That includes a tornado <gasps> made of spiders <gasps> and chocolate. <gasps> I guess. What about polio? Oh, you know what? Fuck! 1972, The Godfather arrives in theaters, giving young Martin Scorsese all kinds of ideas. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is good stuff. People always have been drawn to the American mythology of the outlaw. Uh, ever since those early patriots dressed up as Indians and tossed the tea overboard, uh, punk rock was only a matter of time. And in the 70s, which is, you know, mind you, happening right now, as I record this, uh, a time when heroes are in jail and uh, the villains are in the White House. It's only natural that audiences in a disorganized society would flood the cinema seeking the organization of crime. Uh, the Godfather, Coppola, the great American mobster saga. Truly fantastic idea. Needs more cocaine, though. I'm gonna go work on that. It's gonna need buckets of coke and guns. Yeah, 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 lots of, lots of guns and broads uh, and coke. Can't forget the coke. Who was that man? I think it was, uh, up-and-coming filmmaker Martin Scorsese. Hey, back to work! This low-budget porno isn't gonna make itself. 1973. Legendary soap opera The Young and the Restless debuts on CBS, shocking the conservative TV audiences of the time. I can't sleep. Shut up, you young piece of shit! Go to commercial, go to commercial. March 17th, sometime in the 5th century. St. Patrick drives all the snakes from Ireland into the sea. Ah, father, come in. Ah, Patrick, you fuck. How you been? Oh, you know, I'm fucking famous now, it seems. Aye, the fuck you are. That's why I wanted to talk to you. Fuck off, me? Aye. Well, what the fuck you want to talk to me for? The fucking snakes, Patty. The fucking snakes? Where the fuck are they as of late? You got rid of them, didn't I? You got rid of all the fucking snakes in Ireland. Of course. By yourself? No, with me fucking snake patrol. Of course I did it myself. Oh, well, where are they? Where the fuck are what? The fucking snakes, Patty! I... I... I did something bad, Father. Tell me, son. Did you harm the f***ing snakes? Hi. 
And did you do it with malice aforethought? Christ, tell me you didn't do it with fucking malice aforethought. Oh, Patty. The f you doing, Father? What? They're fucking crying over snakes. They ought to give me a fucking parade for what I done. Aye, you might be right. You fucking you. Fuck snakes. Aye, fuck them in the fucking assholes. And that's everything for this month. Until next month, we'll keep you posted. Yes, the stuff in the margins. Nobody the show. What are you? <laughs>